Welcome back, guys. This is the Wealth Through Wi-Fi podcast, where we talk about all aspects of life. We're here to share our journey, our experiences, and to show you guys that anything is possible if you're willing to put in the work. So with that being said, we are your hosts, Zach Sweet. Scott. And Justin. And we have a special guest today. Uh, CJ. Awesome. And uh, guys, today uh, we're really just going to talk about, again, like we always do, the entrepreneur life, what it takes. We're just getting different people in here to share their stories, the process they took to really get where they wanted to be and just taking the risk on themselves. And um, I don't know, CJ, do you want to do a little, just the intro, like say, you know I mean, what you're kind of doing right now um where i mean where you grew up are you from here you know well, just a little back from syracuse uh you know I, I seen justin post you guys in the podcast so i was like you know my biggest thing is i use social media for everything yeah networking yeah, yeah yep. it's huge it's huge yep. and like i just said content is king um but growing up in syracuse my father was self-employed for 30 years all right so you got a little um, taste of it so you get the freedom you know what yeah I mean? oh yeah I seen he was always doing stuff that i wanted to do um and then, obviously, I became friends with Justin through the gym, and, you know, we kind of just hit it off through there. And then, you know, the last three years, we've both been doing our own thing. So oh, yeah. It kind of, uh, you know, I run ideas by him. Right. Or, you know, whenever he wants to do construction, because he doesn't know the differences in screwdriver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> we know, we know. <laughs> he calls everybody else, you know what I mean? He's yeah. going to hang a TV well, that, or something. He's got to call Dude, everybody. he had a trouble making these diamonds. You should see the picture <laughs> he sent me. He's like, listen, we all, to each your own, bro. Like, there's a lot <laughs> of knows it, though. He admits <laughs> it. Like, which I, I mean, hey. he, he, that, that's, that's the whole but that's point. But yeah, that's the most important thing in networking, is listen, knowing what you don't know and being able to reach out and ask right, for the help. Right. There's a lot of things. You come in my fucking office, I'll show you guys can't fucking do. <laughs> well, well, but that's the principle of it. That's the thing about being independent is you want to learn how to do things yourself, but you also want to learn how to delegate those things to the right people to be time management. And too many people want to do everything themselves, yeah. and you can't do everything yourself in today's society and in all these industries. There's just too many moving pieces, and it doesn't matter how smart you are, how good you are at what you do. You're going to get overwhelmed if you don't start to delegate some of those tasks. Yeah, no, it's it's funny you say that because I actually I've been seeing some, but I've been hanging out with this girl and uh, she had this screen door and like she was like, "Can you put this in for me?" And I was like, "I mean, yeah, I can. I'm gonna fucking try to do this shit." Yeah. Really resource the YouTube instantly. You know, it took me like two three hours, but like. I got that shit in because she was like, her dad was like, oh, you need to hire a professional, put in that screen door. And literally on it, it says install for basically like dummies, like ease, plug and play. I was like, she was definitely, I would have never done it if it wasn't worth it. So, and, uh, but yeah, it just goes to show you have your resources, use your resources. People have so much power at the tip of your fingertips. And like, I literally just looked up the brand of the screen door right on YouTube, a whole 45, 50 minute video. And like, went through a little bit of it and if i thought i couldn't do it then yeah maybe i would have been like yeah i can't do it because i don't know fuck 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 this shit up but i got it on it works it's great well well, yo the biggest biggest thing is too is you got to remember it's like like you said cj said i can't use a fucking screwdriver and i don't want to right and we all have things that we're good at and we all we all need to start understanding and that's why it's great to have cj on today is because oh yeah we can get a different perspective on the uh, as an entrepreneur as a person yeah just different everyone has this idea that the person on Instagram that's making a million dollars, driving a Lambo, that's an entrepreneur. That's not an entrepreneur. Right. An entrepreneur is somebody that has found something they found something they love, and they've turned it into a business. They run a successful business. And whatever niche that is, you can be an entrepreneur in multiple niches. So we all need to figure out what we're good at and then focus on Well, yeah, and there's, there's just so many different branches of every industry. You know what I mean? Like, 
and everybody can find their own niche within that branch of that industry, no matter if it's, you know, painting, yeah. people doing framing or whatever, you know, because you all are kind of come together when it's all said and done. You know what I mean? If people do shitty sheetrock and aren't doing the right job mudding, it makes the painters tough, you know what I mean? Because it's nothing smooth and then you got, you know what I mean? It's just everybody is kind of like you, you got to work together so that way everybody else's job is easier once you know i mean whatever project it is working on and but I'm sure. but as a business owner too touching on what zach said about delegating your time is when you get to a spot you know sure you can figure everything out you youtube right. there right yeah but as a business owner you could yeah i could do that too right right yeah but i could spend that hour right that hour that i'm putting a door and i could pay someone 25 dollars an hour when i can go paint a house for 4500 right, an hour. right so everything when you when you when you do stuff as a business owner now, it you have to think about the freedom side of can I go make this money real quick, or I can I can do my landscape myself, right. or I can do my concrete myself. Mm-hmm. It, you really de- dedicate your time to where what's more important at the time. You know what I mean? So I can right. hire a group of guys to come in here, three four guys to do it, or I can do it myself. Right. So it's going to cost me twenty three hundred dollars. My thing is I'll throw that onto a bid on a job. Right. So now it's paying for itself, and I don't got to do it. Yeah. Correct. Because so. look, you got to remember when you quit your job, you quit something where you're getting paid by the hour so you're getting paid for your time at that point but now when yeah. you, you become this business owner your time is now <laughs> valuable to you right. so the, the more time hour, you, yeah the more time you work that the less you waste on paid. something stupid right that needs to be valued to how do i continue to grow this business right. how do i continue to grow myself right. and that needs to be delegated that's yep. how you become more successful right. Right. and as we bring on all these different guests we kind of want to point out one of the things that you're kind of going to repeatedly hear and you kind of hear some of these different gurus talk about it a little bit, but, you know, as we kind of push into a social media based industry for just about any business, wealth isn't based on money. It isn't based on cars. It isn't based on the businesses you own. It really does come down to networking. And you hear people say all the time, your net worth is your network. And it really, you see this is the only thing you see across every industry. Anyone who's been successful, it's been the people that have been around them that have helped them get to where they are. And that's where it comes back to finding the reliable people. So when you do delegate that work, you know you can rely on them. And that's the hardest thing to find. And that's the hardest thing to put the time into because that's investing in people. And this is something that I brought up on social media a couple months ago. It's like... Like not, not so many people around here own construction companies and all these different, you know, c- small businesses, and they're always bitching about not Workers. finding employees. You guys, what are people going to realize? Like people aren't going to work for 15 or $16 an hour anymore either. Like people have the opportunity to yep. do so many different things right now. So if you want reliable people, you have to pay them a reliable well, salary. And it's right? not always what you pay them. It's how you treat them. Like we did a pod last week with. Um, our buddy Marvin that owns Primetime down in New Jersey. And it was one of the craziest things that I heard him say about the entire podcast. And the thing that probably blew my mind the most wasn't that they did a million dollars in sales their first year that they hit in September. It's that since they opened the business, he's had one worker that hasn't been there the whole time. He hasn't fired anyone. He hasn't had anyone quit. He's only hired one extra person. And over a year, opening a brand new startup, kind of new industry, he still has all the same team. And it's all about he treats them and the fact that he doesn't always have to do all the work, but they all know if he does have to do something, it's going to be up to the highest level possible. For sure. And he sets that standard. Yeah, but when when you – so that's that's every different market, right? So that's a clothing store. People need to realize, too, that $25 an hour in construction is good money. So so when you were in school, I'm sure you guys heard, too, right? Your business teachers or just any teacher, right? You got to go to college. You got to go to college, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I remember when I got out of school, I was like, man, I don't want to go to school. I hate the school. Yeah, right. right. So then I was stressing because I'm like, first, I'm, I'm making my parents upset because I'm not going to be successful, right? So I started on your work, and I remember my foreman to this day said, you know, 
uh, I think I was making like 15 bucks an hour at the time working at Upstate. And he goes, you know, I wouldn't even get out of bed for 15 bucks an hour. And at the time, that was 10 years ago. That, that was probably good money then, you know. Um, so my, my biggest thing is in construction, the workers need to be worth their dollar too. No one's going to take care of a business as, as, as important as you are. You know what I mean? They're not going to look at the paint on the floor or they're not going to look at the stud that's in the wrong place that you are because at the end of the day, they're getting paid on Friday. Yep. And, and in retrospect, you got to deal with the customer or the GC for, for, the, for the bad work that they've done. So you, you kind of you got to take what you're given in construction. You know, and, and when I started WeWorks Painting Home Solutions, I wanted to change the, the image of painting, right? Most painters, when you hire a painter, you think of someone that's a drunk or a drug addict. You know what I mean? That's going to come up with beard and long hair. I, I was literally just thinking of the long hair. Like, that was exactly what was going through my head. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, and, and that's the image, right? Like, uh, so I wanted, you know, I advertised to clients that, you know, I posted something on social media last week where, you know, some people call you and say, you know, can you give me a bid for this? And you give them a bid. And they're like, well, does it include this? No. It, and I, I don't even continue the conversation no. at that point because when you got what you asked for, now you're asking for more for free. That's not the way I run the business. So I advertise for a certain clientele that that is going to pay what my worth is. So when the job is done, I walk away, and this is what you get. You know that, that it's done thoroughly and to the best of our abilities. So it's the only way to do it, bro. That's like people need to realize that when you have a set price, to a set price has to be there. When you're somebody who's continuously offering more and more and discounts right. and all these different things, that's just showing that. You're, you're showing people that you're not as valuable as you're saying you are. Right. If you're saying it's this much, but then, okay, if you sign today, it's 50% off. If you sign today, it's 20% off. If you sign today, I'll do this for free. Right. You're just basically telling them that you're not exactly what you say you are. Because right. right. if I'm the fucking man and I'm the best at this, I don't need to lower my prices. Go find someone else. When right. they fuck it up, I'll be back to fix That's it. That's right. And you charge double. But right. when it comes to being a leader in these situations, I think there's kind of two things that you really got to hone in. And who was it? Uh John a blank, famous football player. Well, there's a oh, lot of those. So many of those. <laughs> but, you know, they always say the only way to lead is to lead from the front, lead by example. And I think that's always the most important thing. But that second most important thing is you got to set the standard from day one and you got to hold people accountable. You got to look to your left, you got to look to the right, and the people that you're bringing with you on this journey, you got to hold them accountable from day one so they know that's the standard from day one. Right. The biggest mistake people make is they don't set that standard on day one. And then people start to think that how things were initially is how it's always going to be. And then when you start to make those changes for the betterment of the business or whatever it is, people get upset and they want to fight it. And it does kind of fall on you at that point because, like you said, you're asking people that aren't the boss, that are getting paid hourly to think of the big picture. And at the end of the day, that's not going to happen. And as right. a business owner, as frustrating as that is, it's the reality of the situation. Right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. 100%. I mean, I think it's just, I mean, it goes back to Matt, um, our camera guy and sound guy. Like he said, he's like, he's just gotten so busy to the point where like now he has to outsource. And I feel like <clears throat> you always got to put in the grind by yourself first to, to get you going. Cause that way it's like, you're not paying other people that are kind of like going out, taken out of your pockets. You know what I mean? It's like, I feel like once you start a base, you can do the work by yourself, but then after you get so big and you just you see yourself growing and growing and growing, it's like you're then you're definitely gonna have to outsource because you you can't do all the work by yourself ever, and uh, you have to build a reliable team. And but it happens naturally. Yeah, and that's right. the best part 100%. about it is you see people put their heads down and grind and not want to take on any help until there's that person 
that pushes to actually be a part of it mm -hmm. and actually make a difference and you see them putting in that work without the paycheck and mm -hmm. that's when you know you start to find the right people yeah it goes back to like a saying that fucking andy always talks about but like you get people that bitch about their jobs all the time like someone that works at mcdonald's and you know they complain about people not being happy about them doing a good job cooking the food but that's not what it's about. It's about creating that self-discipline in yourself. It might not be that job at McDonald's where you get the promotion you want or it might not get the results you want, but you're instilling that in yourself to do a good job and right. to learn how to be disciplined. Mm -hmm. And I promise you it's going to trickle down, not only in your job life, but in your personal life, and you're going to see results from it. Like You need to practice doing a good job for yourself, even if no one else notices. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so basically, if you just bust your ass at McDonald's, one day you will own your own burger place. I will, like, honestly, if someone, <laughs> but if someone went I mean, in, if you, have that you dream, would be shocked. Right, right, yeah. If you have that dream. One, right. of, I, one of the guys I own a crypto project with, one of the smartest dudes I've ever known, he's like a little nerdy dude that fucking does stocks, he does trading, he's one of the smartest technical analysts I've ever met, but the dude's first job was at McDonald's, and he was like in the country, the in the top 15 fastest people to rise to like a regional manager yeah. and the dude just worked his way up every single company he worked for as high as he could go and then he would start again and he loves it the dude still does it to this day he's in his mid-30s and he literally works his way up companies and then once he gets as high as he can possibly go he moves on to the next one and he's just teaching himself every time instilling that fucking mm -hmm. that grit and every company he goes to when he leaves it's crazy. At first, they have a little dip, but there's always those people that step up that really took in what he said, and they start really. manipulating yeah, and doing yeah, the exact well, yeah, same and thing. It kind of goes back to, too, I mean, working in a Fortune 500 company like FedEx, like, what they've trained us is, like, you want to make one of your employees so good so that way when you work your way up you know what i mean it's like you want them to step up and take your place that's what they you know do what in mean? the military the you military, want them you to train the person to take your place to take your job and it's like when people kind of say that now they're like wait you want me to take your job it's like yeah because i'm trying to train you because i see value in you and i see that like you could put yourself you could be in my shoes doing it because you work just as hard as i do and that's the whole point. Once you once you can do that and train people and give people that value to the point where you're showing them that they could do the same things you could do, I think it really sparks them. You know, I mean, it puts some spark into them. Like, wow, he actually he does he sees the hard work I'm putting in. I think that's so important that I feel like some people like just lack a lot. And well, they don't they don't want to teach people because they don't want them to lose their job to them. But that's the worst mindset ever. You yeah. should have the mindset if someone's good enough to take your job, then they should have the job. If they're better at it than you, then they should have the job, and you should be working harder enough to keep the job not the other way around yeah. where you're trying to keep or work them hard from enough getting to the job. work your way yeah. up yeah. sticking yeah. stick to that point cj so like obviously yeah. with me like any employees i have it's easy to have them remote but how's it been in your process so far keeping employees well yeah give us, a little, give us a little background about the business like how and, how, yeah. how how hard is it for you to keep people on and to have people that are actually doing what you need them to do in a job that you well and that touching back on what i said earlier you know construction it's hard work no one nobody you know, yeah you, you after you get done with a long day of work you want to go drink a couple beers and yeah. and eat a steak or whatever and go to bed it's not one or two beers nowadays it's it's a 30 pack <laughs> you know or an 18 pack and then an eight ball know, coke right you're getting, you're getting <laughs> something else you know what i mean so at five o'clock in the morning you know unfortunately listen you meet a lot of good dudes in this business uh my thing is i'm at the point where i can i could probably grow to be I am going to grow to be one of the biggest painters in Syracuse. Yeah, that is that. my dream. Yeah, no, that's that, what I'm going to do. I like that attitude. Um, the problem is is molding people to be Scalability. You, right. you know what I mean? And, and that's the thing. You know, you're just touching back of when you're, even if you're flipping burgers at Burger King and you're asking people if they want fries with that, be the best person asking if they want fries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they exactly. want to come back to that McDonald's and say, I want to talk to that person again. I've always, you know what I mean? Yeah, I've, I've always said that too. Like if my kid came up to me and was like, 
Dad, I want to be an Uber driver the rest of my life. I'll be like, well, you better find the way to be the best fucking Uber right, driver right, in the right. world. The car, I need a car, like, fastest way to do this right, or that. Right. Like, that, I don't, you know what I mean? I, I support anybody and anybody's vision. And if that's what they fucking want to do, just figure out the best way to do it. Right, you know right. what I mean? And, like, that's all that's, that's all the world needs a little bit is just a little push to, instead of people hating, like, oh, why would you want to do that? Like, who cares? Like, yeah. it's not your life. Like, yeah. worry about yourself. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, who cares? Like, who cares? I want to be an Uber driver the rest of my life. They work when they want. They don't have to worry right. about a boss. They just get on an app and they go. You know what I mean? Speaking like, of a boss, CJ, tell them where you came from. That's a great story. Well, I mean, yeah. Listen, never job shame. No, you know, no, 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 never. Thing, I'm right? saying this is a but great, saying, it's a like, great, like, great thing that you came from. Right, but but think about it. You know, I I made I made almost six figures as a bus driver. Right, in Central. Right. exactly. That's but, what. But but in this day and age, you would tell women you're a bus driver, and they'd be like, I don't want nothing to do with that, right? But they want to go. They want to go hang out with a guy at the, at the York right. that's sixty five and married with three kids that that are their age. That drove right? a bus at some point. <laughs> like you know, even what I mean? so. But but right. listen, you know. But like I can't. Well, job you shame. did have it pretty good. You were working a lot of hours. Yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying. You I, had him I, up I can't. Like this a lot. Chill. I can't. I can't <laughs> knock it. Listen, I made almost six figures as a bus driver in the city of Syracuse. Yeah, that's- City of Syracuse is one of 13 ports. Con- yeah, or, right. Uh, cities. For anybody, in, in the, you're rich if you make six figures in Syracuse. Right. You know what I mean. So, but also. I'm not gonna job shame because right. that that got me started. I bought my Fuck first no. property. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I bought two houses within six months. You did. Yeah, yeah, you bought. You but bought but the it was house. the mentality that that wasn't what you wanted to do for the rest of your life, and that you were building something. And, yeah, that, and that that's where setup. people that get caught up on it. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. how I feel like when I like worked at FedEx. I worked at FedEx for ten years. You know, what I mean, I was when I started there when I was like nine, eighteen, right. nineteen, and I left like just over a year and a half ago. So, but what I learned is that it did after you leave and you really think about it deeply. It's like. They did teach me a lot of skills to yeah. be, you know, I mean, who I am today. It's like leadership, how to manage people, right, right, and just like the industry itself, yeah. you know, what I mean. So it's like you think, like, damn, did I wait? It's never a waste of time. You can't ever think of any situation as a waste of time. All about learning experiences and the opportunity Absolutely. you took in from that. I mean, right. you obviously learned so much from the center bus. Um, you know, I mean, center bus job, and that, that's that's what's important. I feel like people miss that and skip over that. They just be like, oh, I just put well, it. You got to learn work. what you like and what you don't yeah, like, and that's yeah. what you got to take from every experience. I feel like people are just especially working experience. Like, well, oh, the, the biggest, the biggest thing too is like we talked about. I could, like, I, me and them were actually very close to when, on when this all happened. Yeah. I quit my job. I started a company. CJ was making great money. He was working crazy hours. Though. I remember right. he was working like weeks, yeah. he was working like 80, 90 hours yeah. a fucking week driving this bus. That's yeah, why, like he when he says he was making six figures, Central wasn't there. Employees no. weren't making six figures. Just he was, because yeah. no, he was no, so, no. There, there was. I well, there was. You were making more than pretty it. much all. Though, I remember because you were you were fucking working all day. Yeah, there, there was. They, if there was like so, when you work for Central, you could find out how much each driver makes through the state because it's all state funded. Right. Yeah. So it would show you where you ranked amongst employees, you know, and I, I was definitely up there. I mean, it's nothing to be proud of because we had no life for three years. Yeah. Um, that is something to be proud of though, like having that grit and that determination to know that. It's the long-term delayed gratification that you're going to get out of it. Being able to sit there and know that you're going to get shamed by right. females in today's society and not giving a fuck because you see the big picture right, right. is what too many people have the hardest time fucking doing that. I way. just hey, if they're shaming you, just she ain't she ain't the one. <laughs> right off well, their because right. right. they're not willing. And it's like right off their wrist. It doesn't matter how I like. What we always say is what's more important: how you <laughs> how you make it or how you spend it, and it's. How you fucking? I mean, Zach, you you can go on Instagram right now. Half these women that are driving around these nice cars and have these red red bottom shoes on and these Louis bags are still living at home, mom and dad. Oh yeah, yeah. I can I can name many people in our small town that that post on social (laughs) media just for that, you know. But all cap. You know, my thing is is touching back on, like like um, we were saying is, 
when you're when you're raised, you know, your father or your your mother instilling you, you know, to work hard and be good at it. You know, be be the best Uber driver, be the right. best McDonald's Anybody, worker, right. whatever. Right. So my father, I was working for him at you know during the summertime, 11, 12, 13 years old. You know what I mean? So that kind of gave me, you know, if I'm gonna be edging floors and on my hands and knees doing this job, it's a hard job. I'm gonna get good at it. Yeah, 100%. right. So I always felt that I was better at. Not better than people, but I was I had characteristics that made me good at certain things, mm-hmm. very detailed, you know, motivated right. leadership abilities. You know what I mean? So on my job, I may be an asshole from time to time, but because there's deadlines like this is not the only job I got for this week. Right. Like right. I got two jobs this week. And if I got to go into next week, it's pushing my schedule. back. Yeah. So I try to lead with an iron fist. But at the same time, listen, we all kick at the end of the day or on lunch. I buy lunches every day. It, it's it's just trying to business get the team up there with you, yeah. you know what I mean? So, but yeah, Central, you know, that got me started as far as buying rental properties. And I kind of got out of that just the nick of time because it was pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was working 80, 90 hours a week and they cut our overtime. So I was, I could live off a 40 hour paycheck. Right. You know, I'm very good. I'm very good at my money. Um, but I remember Justin was just maybe on the fringe of leaving his job too, or whatever the case was happening. But we were at the gym and I was like, you know, Justin, what do I do? You know, I asked my dad and my uncle, you know, they're very good financially. And I'm like, you know, man, I'm getting calls left and right because I'm just posting on Facebook all this work and people are just calling me. And uh, my uncle was like, oh, you know, we're changing presidents because of, of, you know, just the election. And he's like, you know, see how the market is and see where it goes. And my dad, you know, being that he'd been doing it for 30 years, he was like, you know, maybe you should just stay where you are because it, obviously it's cushy. You got a nice paycheck. You got benefits, right? I think I was the only one that told you to do Justin it. Justin was like, <laughs> run with it. You know, I'll just like, do it, man. You you gotta do it. Yeah. Like we said, we gotta, you got to do hard shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you got to do shit you don't like to do. You got to do shit you talked about it for like three weeks every week. Every yeah. week you're like, I was like, you're because like, like, do it, Because if you bro, leave off it. on a good foot with Central, you can always go back. Well, that's the thing. You know I, got, I, mean? I got like, my so CDL. Go try it. If it yeah. didn't work, go back. Like you have not nothing I, to lose. Not that I ever would because right, it was right. bad. But yeah. having your CDL be, I could do whatever I want. Yeah, exactly. That's, so my biggest thing that I want to talk about, you know, with, with you guys as well, is, is recession proof. We'll get to that later on. But having my CDL be, I can go drive bus for schools or whatever the case may mm-hmm. be for for people with disabilities. You know, that got to go to doctor appointments or even if I want to go back to Central, mm-hmm. right? So it, it's always having that fallback plan. But the plan that I always had was. I, there is no fallback plan. Right. Yeah. Like half the people that work yeah. at Central are scared to leave because yeah, they got benefits and a cushy paycheck, right? Right. I was like, man, yeah, I'm leaving twenty five hundred dollars a week, right? But there's so much more out there. Yeah. Right. And once once I got to the point where I was like really bringing this money in, I'm you know, one of my best friends, I sent him a picture of ten grand. I made ten grand and I was like, yo, check this out, right? We still talk about to this day. He's like, yo, remember that first ten grand you had and what it felt like? It's crazy because right. I just read a meme. Twenty thousand dollars feel like twenty dollars now, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine how much more, how much a hundred right. grand feels. Right? right. Yeah. Hell yeah. To actually be able to feel that is yeah. like it's crazy. Yeah. Like if you hustle, if if you grind, if you if you use you know like we sacrifices, were about, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. yeah there's like, there's many nights where I can't small, go out. You know, yeah, not that exactly. I drink anyways, but you know people are like oh let's go out this weekend, let's go do this, let's go to the SU game. Nah, I got a project. Right. Yeah. Short term sacrifices yeah, for long term yeah. pleasures. And so, so many people skip over that, and it and it's so crazy how your gains can compound so quick when you're making such short-term sacrifices. And before you know it, it's like six months go down the road. It's like, man, I started off with zero clients and everybody can attest this who starts their own business. We all start off with zero clients. Like everybody does. Like it doesn't just like, boom, you know what I mean? You start off with a million clients. It doesn't work like that. So the more you just take those short-term sacrifices and keep compounding, compounding, compounding and skipping weekends, skipping weeks, go have fun to work. Your business is going to grow 10 times faster. And yeah. I'm sure you can attest to that. And that's, a, that's actually a great point because after me and him discussed it and he ended up quitting his job, 
I told him right off the rip. I was like, CJ, bro, you're going to have to start marketing soon. You're going to have to start marketing soon. And he was getting job left and right, word of mouth. And he's very good at posting on social media. He's never ran a fucking ad in his life, doesn't even know how. He just posts on social media That's constantly. Like, hey, contact, and contact, he, contact. he was doing it like three days, th three times a day, three times a day. And he was getting client after client. And then he's like on like that job 30 in like four months. I'm like, yo, where the fuck are you getting all these clients? <laughs> he's like, bro, they do word of mouth. I'm like, and then six months goes by. I'm like, you got to start marketing. He's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm like, all right. I, I keep telling him he's going to fuck up soon because he does have marketing. You know, we got two years later, this motherfucker still is not ran an ad. <laughs> he's painting houses every fucking week. Yeah. He's like the, the craziest word of mouth business i've ever seen but in that's my how life. it gets gets back or nowadays especially but think about this how job. many fucking houses can be painted around here <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy just never it's like I and, need... and there's a ton of paint right 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 we could attest i mean that every we could we could definitely say every form of business is saturated at this point there's so oh, but it's everything. like how you stand out how you market you what makes you different saturated window window i work for monster and i'm in all the stores and shit and like somebody brought that up to me that they have a contract with a window cleaner and i'm like like how? I mean, how hard is it to go to stores and squeegee windows? windows. Like, so you look at these fucking, look that. at these fucking windows. Two thousand dollars a month. They won't clean a window. So <laughs> I'm coming out with my own product. They're coming soon. Actually, this is a great product for you to bring to your clients. You can wash the windows after you paint their house. Beautiful that's job. Our, well that's done. already included. Twenty. Yo, you know what's crazy? I was watching the TikTok, <laughs> and they got the they got the dude on there with the, with the squeegee on the window. He's spraying his bottle. So when I read in my bathroom, I put glass doors right. in the shower. Right. So I was like, I usually squeegee afterwards so it doesn't stain the glass. So I'm like, let me get her to try that real quick. So I'm over there with a squeegee doing all these designs. I'm, you, should, you really can make some money off have yeah. it. Have you seen one that washes the outside and the inside at the same time? Never. I'm sure you haven't. $27.99. <laughs> so that's just where, um, just to bring back social media TikTok. See, I mean, do you do you have a TikTok account for your painting and stuff? Yeah, I have a TikTok account. Again, I mean, I'm not, yeah, I'm not very don't... good with the media. You know what I mean? Dude, like all you like... got to do is get a, get a, get a tripod from five No, he's going to get this right here. Like, well, when then, we yeah, get that. Like I said, just time-lapse everything you do. It's just like, content. That's going to be all kind of time-lapse for you. Time-lapse yeah. those videos are, will be your best Well, I, dude, I, what did I just tell you last week? I told you that, like, we don't understand because we're, we're so focused on our niches, and we don't... The people who are really blowing up on TikTok right now are construction workers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Painters. Those fucking those fucking little time-lapse videos that painting or doing something, and then with any trending song, 200,000 views. Every and that's time. how you blow up. Like it's crazy, but like <laughs> it really, that's all it takes. And like some of these people that are like famous on social media, like you go back and look at some of their videos from like a year ago. They got no views, and then you just see one video that blew up, and then from there on out. Well, and you have a, and you have to realize people have like that fetish where it's like they have to f watch they something, have they, have finish finish it. It. they have to finish it, they have to finish it because it's in their mind. Like <laughs> Yo, everybody's. If different. he shows you our tax right now, this is exactly what Dude, I said. They, they, have, they have, have to finish it. it. It's, it's just, just something, something in their brain, their mind that is like. This is well, they're gonna watch. They're to gonna watch. Yeah, they got to watch it. Maybe I need a, be maybe I need a bedroom painted. Right. Exactly. Maybe, maybe I need stamp cream in my right. backyard or something. So you know, it's, it's yo, honestly, I, it's not even that. The, the people that are gonna watch the videos don't give a fuck about you painting. It's just that it started, it's trending, and now you're going so fast they gotta see the finished product. <laughs> yeah, they have just, to. Right. right. So you're blowing up for people that don't even like you or like what you're doing. They, they just have to care, finish the video. Yeah. Who gives see, a fuck? More exposure, the better. Plus, like you said earlier, content is king. It's know? crazy. Like I said, I'm not. I'm not good with the social media as far as. I mean, you're very videos. good at posting on Facebook. I'm good at marketing. You know, what I mean, I, I actually, I told Justin Weisco, I said, why don't why don't you start something for construction workers? Like, like why don't we start marketing for them? 
Right, yeah. Because I mean, there's a lot of good workers out here. You're like, you could be in the, in the crappiest part of town or you could be in the richest part of yeah. town, but you just don't have the exposure to maybe social media mm-hmm. is, and maybe the knowledge or, or even just connect with right. certain areas that networking 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 back to it like that's how like you got to be willing to step outside and ask the people that you know that are experts or at least have experience in the matter my thing is obviously it's into my forte as far as helping another painter out you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like in the painting business people bounce things off each other you know what i mean i try to keep my knowledge as little as possible while talking to them you know what i mean obviously it's competition but my biggest thing is when people call me, it's usually only my bid, right? Like, when you call somebody to do your floors or something, you're going to get, like, two or three bids. Right? right, yeah. But being transparent on social media is allowing that customer to, like, yeah, to see listen, your I, reviews. Could tr- I could trust CJ in here, mm-hmm. right? That- he has reviews through the roof. You know, three, four years ago, I was talking to my father, and he's like, there's a painting company down on this on the south side of Syracuse. Been around for, like, 30 years, and he says, yeah, they're the biggest in the business right now. That day, I went online and looked at the reviews, and I'm like, they got a 2.7. Right. That's horrible. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even let you in my house with a 2.7. Right. I wouldn't even call you. Right. Right. So transparency. So content is king, like he was saying, is is networking as well. So I only want to, not to say I won't work for people in the city of Syracuse. One, I don't like to be down here for the simple fact that where it's gone in the last few years. Yeah. So I try to market towards different. Yeah, quality. Quality. You know what I mean? Right. Like where I don't got to worry about my truck being locked up, things of mm-hmm. that nature, unfortunately. But but that being said is I wanted to talk to Justin, year, you know, probably months ago actually like what if we can branch into this where there's a construction company like this guy has a quality he just doesn't have the knowledge to post well mm-hmm. here's the, right. the, the thing is though is like you got to realize how many people have i talked to around here about the same thing they don't they're not they willing, listen they don't they're wanna. not willing to put that money up or they don't want to spend the money and you like you talked about change. it because you haven't fucking not, it hasn't happened yet i keep telling you you're you're gonna be done soon i won't let it with happen. this i'm not saying done I'm saying, <laughs> I'm, i keep telling you this word of mouth shit has got to go out the window soon how many fucking more houses like can you paint? well i mean do you know mikey brosh the yeah, plumber, yeah, yeah, dude, he's he's the man. Like he came and fixed my hot water tank. Like called me eight p.m. last eight p.m. at night. He literally was there the next morning at seven a.m. Shout out to Mikey. He's the plumber, a plumber. You have, you ever need your plumbing done? He did <laughs> not, not pay me to say this either. This is not a paid advertisement. Like, yeah, exactly. But, but, like, he's but like, is that is that through networking? Yeah, like I just friends on Facebook, but just coming to like marketing and stuff. Like I was just in my car and like my radio when I got in. The radio was just on before I plugged in my music. And I heard his thing on the radio, yeah. like his just a little ad, you know what I mean? And it's like, it was just cool to hear it because I was like, oh, he did my shit. And like, yeah, it yeah. was just cool to be like that. That little thing, though, could really get out to so many people. Well, that little full radio circle. Ad. You want these people to feel like they know you as much as it's used to be here in America. Like you do a good job, you get rewarded for it. People are going to keep hiring you. That's just not how it is anymore. People are so finicky with yeah. who they want to in their house. Reviews so hard. you yeah and like you said you know this business was one of the best businesses in Syracuse but they had a 2.7 rating. They probably weren't a 2.7 business but they weren't doing any of the things needed to move with the times yeah. to get the people right. that are writing reviews online to do that when they could have saved their probably business a lot of money and made a lot more if they had done that, but Facts. they think if they keep doing a good job, it will just fix itself. And that's, it's just not how well, it works. Well, this also goes back to what we talked about earlier with you, when you're scaling a business and finding the right people scaling to work for you, hard, I promise you that business was getting just as good reviews back then, but now they continue to scale. They it's continue hard, to scale thing, yeah, yeah, and they yeah. start hiring more and more right. people. And then it's just like, I'm sending five guys here, 10 guys here, right. four guys here. And there's zero control over that. Yeah. Cause you got 50 employees working on 10 different jobs a day. Who's the foreman at each job. Right, Who's right, the guy right. you need, 
you need one person at each fucking job that you trust almost equally to as much as yourself to control that job. If not, you're gonna go down the shitter, guaranteed every time. Well, well you know, the biggest thing is in that trade, yeah. So, so I can expand, right? So I'm gonna have to pay guys a hundred thousand a year to run jobs. I'm not there yet, but at the same time, you know, I just I just did a bid, um, you know, for next next spring. So I had such a good year that next year this year that it's crazy. That's all I want to do now. Mm-hmm. Interiors, if, the, if you call me and you got a big enough job for me, I had to say big enough house, obviously, because right. it has to be worth my time. I didn't want to work this winter. I had such a good summer. I'm like, you know what? I'm taking this winter off. I'm going down south. I'm going golfing every day. But I've had my phone blow up every day now. For Terrible the last, idea. It's hor- what? Go down south? Yeah, don't go golfing every day. We got shit to do, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's the freedom. That's the freedom yeah, part, right? You're going to come back fat and now we're paying again. Nah, he'll last half the season and he won't be able to sit down there any longer and not work. I have to come back to work. Right? <laughs> yeah. 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 He'll be driving himself nuts. He'll break a few clubs in half. <laughs> I do that back. here anyways. Yeah. Well, that, the one thing that sucks too is you got to remember, like me, I, it's, I'm on year three right now just being self-employed, running everything myself. I take five, six days off and don't do anything. That day six is fucked. Everything's a mess But it's because you love what you do And that's where it comes full circle Back to like when we were talking about You know the bus driving There's people that That's their passion And if you love doing that job That might be perfect for you Because I'm sure you can meet a lot of people Yeah you gotta wake up and love what you do every day And then it's not a job anymore It's not When when you go on vacation You're almost itching to go back to it Mm -hmm. That's when you know you're in the right field That's when you know you're doing the right thing Well that that goes back to like The the whole point of this too And that's why it's great to have him here Is that we are so functioned as Especially on social media that being an entrepreneur means that you're doing all the you're a trader, you're into crypto, yeah. you're you're doing credit because credit repair, yeah. that's why I stopped doing it. It's so fucking saturated. You're so doing saturated. the five or six right. pillars right now that everyone's doing. And some of us are good at it. You're a marketer. Yep. But people need to realize, like CJ is that he's an entrepreneur. What is an entrepreneur? An entrepreneur means that I did it by my fucking self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all that means. It doesn't right. mean that you're the best online marketer, you're the right. guy at crypto. That means that you run a business and you did it by your fucking self. And people need to put their shoes into something that or put their well, mind into something that they like to do. Not because yeah. he has a Lambo. Not because yeah. he has the no. biggest house. Not because he's got this bad bitch in Miami. It's because I'm good at this. I actually like this. And this is my journey, not everyone else's. Well, that's what you just said there is perfect. You got to find something that you're good at and you're passionate about. You know, it's not always going to be the thing that you love the most at first. But when you're good at something and you spend a lot of time doing it and you really become an expert, I promise you, you'll develop a passion and a love for it. But it, you have to put in the time first. So sometimes, you know, that passion comes after the skills developed. And sometimes it takes time to develop that passion. But you got to be willing to put in the grit. And yes, sometimes you're going to have to pivot. Sometimes you're going to have to change direction. But it's just like we were talking about earlier. It's the lessons you learn by doing a fucking good job at the job you're at right now that sets you up for success at the next one. And then even even if you don't do a good job, because everybody, uh, every client you run into is going to be different, going to be super anal, going to be just nitpick everything you know what i mean and like and like you kind of have to look at that as again another learning opportunity what to look at other clients in the future especially if you're at a quality house on a big job you already know they're going to be nitpicking everything so that's where your work ethic has to even come even harder that day because not saying you shouldn't treat every job like the same job like you're paying a mansion or you're paying a shitty house like every you should treat every job the same and i can attest to this when i had when i bought my two family I had a guy I knew over Facebook, a friend, said, you know, he was a painter. He came in, said he, you know, he would paint my apartment, whatever. And, you know, he was painting. And I came in and I was like, I was just looking. I was like, I could literally see 
the background, like the painting underneath Stella. Yeah, yeah. And like I was kind of like, because I'm OCD as fuck. Yeah, like I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna nitpick this shit. Like this is my first house. I'm gonna. Well, you're spending your hard money yeah, on it too. Exactly. I mean, and it's yeah. like, I, I'm looking at it, and I was like, and I, I said it to him perfectly, and I was like, dude, like. I was like, what's going on? And he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, dude, I could still see. Like, are you done? And he's like, yeah, no, I'm done over here. And I was like, I literally could still see it. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, dude, I'm not saying you're doing a bad job, but I, you, you could be can, doing a better, better job. You know right, what I'm right. saying? Like, I wasn't trying to, like, tell me he's doing a bad job. I'm just like, low. like, you said you could do this. You said you were so good at painting, this and that. And, like, we kind of got into it. And then, well, like, you're only, were you only telling him that he was doing a decent job because he wanted to finish it? Because I probably would have handled that situation a lot differently. Right. And, like, yeah, well, because he, yeah, he kind of like was like, yeah, I'm done in there. And I was like, well, I could still see. And, like, and, and kind of, like, it was like that kind of all over, like, the apartment. And I'm like, dude, what's going on, man? And he yeah. kind of said he had some outside stuff going on outside in his life, in his personal life. So I think that was affecting his work. Yeah. And, like, and that's just trying to narrate him. Like, we got into it. But at the end of it, he was like, nah, thanks. He's like, I, I needed that. You, were, you were, He goes, you were right. You held him accountable. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, I, and that's why I tried to word it. I'm glad I worded it the way it does. Like, bro, I'm not saying you're doing a bad job, but I know you could be doing a better job. Right, right. And I think he, like, he kind of looked at that like, okay, like, all right. You know what I mean? The, I like how he put how, that. Yeah, I'm yeah, glad yeah. how he understood So me. now he's going to want to do a better exactly. job. Exactly. Yeah. special gift for you today, too, bro. <laughs> oh, you got <laughs> some shoes, bro. He's telling the story. He's well, as he opens I, 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 his shoes, I got, I got this guy Reebok Classics over a year and a half ago. I still haven't gave them to him. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that was my birthday of last year. That was. But this goes <laughs> goes back to you want to always make sure that you're doing the best job you can, and as you're a business owner and you're trying to scale, like we're talking about, that goes as far as hiring the right employees so that you can know, even if you're not on site, that they did the best job possible, and you can communicate that to the customer, knowing that the team that you had on site doing a job without you is going to be held to the same standard that you held them to from day one. And that's why holding the people that you're left and right to the standard that you want from day one is one of the most important parts about being a leader. Facts. And like I, for him, especially like he has the, that's the hardest thing of anything for what he has to do, because not only does he have to worry about them holding up a standard for their, their quality of work and not fucking up the floors and not doing all those things. They, he also has, to, they're in people's houses. Ding, ding, ding. If he hires somebody and he thinks they're a great guy and all of a sudden they see a diamond ring on a table or something right, like yeah. that, like that's a whole different ballgame. So that has to be such a trust factor for someone like him to, to hire somebody and be able to trust them to go in someone's house. So that's well, and if huge. something goes missing, being able to sit there and know that you can trust that your employees weren't right. the ones that did it. That's the mm -hmm. hardest part. And, and that's what you want to be able to do because if you don't have those employees and you don't have that trust, stress, 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 and you're never going to be able to focus outside of what worse those jobs are that you're not even on site for. Yeah, exactly. Well, And that's what, as a business owner, you know, one of my buddies says, I hate being a painter. I, I love painting. I'm, I'm so damn You do really it. like it a I lot. It. You I, smile every good. time you stroke. I, I look forward to it. <laughs> I mean, I look forward to Friday, obviously, when the right. job's done, but I, I like walking out of the room like, yeah. No one here could touch me doing that, but but that's not being cocky. That's not being cocky. That's being yeah, humble, saying yeah. that, that I've crafted. My, like, it's just your confidence with your craft. Yeah, 100%. yeah, your, your craft is really good. But that being said, you know, back to what we were just talking about probably ten minutes ago, as far as building your business and hiring people, you know, I can expand and go bigger if I want to. Right? You're gonna you're gonna take on people that are gonna want you know eighteen twenty bucks an hour under the table because they got other things going on. Right. People gotta realize men owe a lot of child support. So oh, they, want, yeah. they want to be off the books. That, is, that is a topic for a completely different <laughs> panel. Let's, let's itself. <laughs> so most men that want to paint want under the table. But you know, I went to a job. You know, for next year, decent sized house. You know, I gave him. A, he was. He said he was pretty shocked, but he wasn't upset with the price. 
But he said, the reason I want to hire you is because I know you're going to be doing the job. I had a painter come here that said, oh, I got the perfect crew for this job. He goes, well, I told him to leave right down there because I don't want that crew. I want you. Right, right. So, and that's what he told me. He goes, I know, you know, I painted a house down the street from him. And that's that's basically where my word of mouth comes from. I was working in the village of Liverpool, and this house was on the corner. It was huge. People walking by. Oh, I think yeah. I, five, ten people stopped to grab cars and whatnot. This guy stopped every day to talk to me. You know, he may be a little picky on certain things, but I like that kind of challenge. Yeah, I mean, right. So as, as a competitor, you, one, point. you're going to be good at painting, but now this guy's going to hold you accountable. And you're yeah. you're going you're gonna to kind of see where you really can go. Exactly. With you got to look at that opportunity. How, 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 now, how perfect can I make my craft? Because right. again, I, like I said earlier, every client's going to be more picky, 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 yeah. picky. Yeah. And again, you're going to have not, it's just going to give you the opportunity but, to get better, better, right. better. If you better. treat them right, every client, is an additional person added to your network. Yeah. You don't yeah, treat yeah, them right. Yeah. You, not only are they not added to your network, you don't know how many people you're excluding from your network by doing that. Facts. Yeah. But you also got to remember any business that you're going to have these people that just oh yeah, like but but that's why doing a good job matters yeah. because exactly. the the positives have to outweigh the negatives. If you're not one of those people, you end up being like that company we were talking about, one of the best companies in Syracuse, two and a half stars on fucking Yelp. Yeah. yeah, you don't yeah. want to be that company. Like again, like I can, like I, obviously with credit repair, that's why I stopped. I, I fixed, I, I fixed over eight hundred people's credit in a year, made a ridiculous amount of money. But guess what? All these people, not none grateful. of them were grateful. Right, talk right. shit, whatever. I remember CJ, and we're not going to talk about who it was. Sent me a job. Said this guy it said that it was terrible. He wanted a refund oh. after. He, CJ and I'm like, bro, like CJ's texting me this. I'm like, like, what did you do? I'm like, send me. He's sending me. The guy went around his whole house and put pieces of tape all over the walls that he said CJ fucked up. And I'm like, can you send me a better picture? I don't understand what you're sending me. He goes, no, that's it. There's nothing on the fucking walls. Like this guy was just sticking tape around the the, yeah, the yeah, house right. to say that he did something wrong. I, I don't know if he was trying to it's get a free painting shirt. or what. That's but. what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> so at the end of the job, he owed me like twenty five hundred dollars. And this guy was just running through putting tape on the wall. And I remember I literally <laughs> pulled the tape off and I said, you know what? I'm going to take that tape off. So when they come here and I want this woman to say, did you fix this? Or, or I'm going to say, no, I didn't touch it. I just took the tape off the wall. Right. But that's what you get. You know, some people are so tight with money. You know, this guy walks around Syracuse like, you know, he's got a big chest and pocket full of money. Backstory is, I know you were broke now. You actually just lost your job now that I know that. Right. And I wish I could say his name, but that's for different. <laughs> it's yeah, okay. Yeah, this podcast yeah. is all nah, over. Nah, nah. <laughs> I'm not going to do dirty. I'm not going to do dirty like that. Yeah. He's got a rep to maintain. And I, I, Taxes I'm, to me, I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's just, again, it's to fulfill. They know who they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah, listen, they'll yeah, know, yeah. and that's okay. And, like. It is what but it you is. But you know what the wife told me at the end when they owe me $2,500? We don't have it. No. You're never going to be anything in Syracuse. <laughs> so from that day, you know, I, I've had two bad customers. That was, that was the fuel. It just fueled your Oh, fire. my God. So I painted three houses in that development, and I just recently painted one last year. It took, it took me six weeks, but it's a 6,000-square-foot home. Crushed it, right. crushed it in her neighborhood. I made sure my van was parked out front. Yeah, every, yeah. every day, front yard oh, sign. Yeah. Just, just that, to show yeah, her, like, yeah, right. listen, I'm still here. You know what yeah. I mean? You, That's you, the best part. You have a guilty conscience of owing someone twenty five hundred dollars. Like, if I had kids or something. I wish they would have known that so they could they could sleep even worse. Yeah, but but that's what you get. You well, know, it, that's that's how it is in the, the society lately, and just like the world we're in is like anybody is going to try to get a dollar anywhere they can. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. I just just not that it has anything to do with this, but I just see kids and shit run through my house because I live on a corner and people yeah. cut through my yard. I had my neighbor walking his dog up my driveway, and it's like. 
it sounds like being a dick, but it's like, I don't want these people in my yard or anything because watch, they trip and fall, they get hurt on my property, yeah, and then yeah. they're going to try to sue me because what? You trespassed on my property? Everyone's a victim, You bro. know what I mean? It's just like they're going to try to be, oh, I, your driveway's uneven and I tripped and fell. Like, yeah. now I'm going to come after you. It's like, it's like, but like that's the thing, people like that. It's like they love to beat that victim drum, but it's like you're not gonna get anywhere in life. Like you can keep playing the victim for as long as you want. Eventually, when you stop, nothing's gonna change. So until you stop playing the fucking victim in every single goddamn situation and feeling bad for yourself, you're never gonna start to change and really start to see you know, yourself develop as a person. Like if you're always feeling bad for yourself, there's always gonna be people that you can find that are gonna justify you playing that victim card because there's so many goddamn victims out there nowadays. Yeah. Well, Everyone wants to feel good about doing it themselves. Yeah. A kid I went to high school with just posted on Facebook the other day that I know I'm getting old because I called the post office to complain about the mail, the mailman turning around in my driveway. I said, bro, that's not getting old. You got fucking issues. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you care about that, if that's what's one of the things did that you, you call, care about. Did you, did you, how much time do you have? You called yeah. the fucking post right. office because they turned around. How much do you drunk? hate your that's job in your dog. life? Like, you got to be such a fucking. That means he has too much time on his hands. No, he way any, too much. And he's got some serious problems he's got to look into. He's miserable. Like, like yeah, what? Miserable. Yeah, I, mean, I will bet you all the money in the world that dude hates his job. He yeah. wakes up every yeah. single Monday 100%. morning. And sits there, and that alarm clock goes off like ten times before he gets out of bed. I mean, yeah, most. You know how you really when tell people is when when their life really sucks is if, if you see them talk about the football team that they lost on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Yeah. If they're still thinking about what happened on Sunday, for one. For all of you, stop fucking saying my team. They don't know you. <laughs> the Buffalo Bills do not know who you are, and you're not a part of the team. <laughs> we almost got that one, guys. I can't believe we lost that field. You didn't lose shit. Didn't they don't play. know who right. the fuck you, you are. For one. Yeah, for two, at Sunday at 10 o'clock p.m. when those games are over, I don't want to hear about football no more. If you're still talking about Tuesday, what happened on Sunday, you got some fucking serious work to do on Justin yourself. Justin hates men that talk about the dudes running around in tights on a football <laughs> <laughs> It's like, bro, like I just can't... Like, uh, this, get, especially this sense. this area, the way that uh, the way that's why I don't go on Facebook for one. But when I do, on Sundays or uh, every Sunday, it's the same twenty people that on Monday or Tuesday will say, "I fucking oh, I hate my job." Here. Yeah. And then Sunday, yeah. all you did, you had the whole day off Sunday and Saturday. I'm sure because you only worked four hours, and you're complaining about Monday. What the fuck did you do Sunday? You sat in that cherry and chicken wing dip, you fat bitch, and, watch and then day. watch football, and then complained about <laughs> right. the team but, that doesn't know who you are. And then Monday, you're you're pissed off about the results but, again but the worst part is that is that's not even a, it is much anymore these motherfuckers that don't have two pennies to scrape together that worked all week and hated their jobs they're taking that paycheck on friday and they're literally fucking betting on college uh, and fucking NFL cool. games all weekend right. and then they're talking monday tuesday wednesday about how their parlay almost hit all week <laughs> as they're eating fucking chips for lunch every day right. like <laughs> yeah, peanut butter people yeah it's it's, it's a cr we live we live in a crazy time it's 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 sad it's sad it's I'm just glad we're not in that boat because I would literally go nuts. But I knew we're just we're here for a reason, 100 percent. And that's why we're not out every fucking weekend. And, and it's not that you so can't have fun, right. but it's like that's always got to come secondary. Yeah. And, and that's just I, that, that's how it's going to be being a business owner, being an entrepreneur and being successful in any part of life. Like. If you're going to always put your pleasures before your success, you're never going to be successful. Yeah. And like, honestly, like, I, well, I can't, I'm drinking white claws right now, which I am going to stop this soon. <laughs> uh -huh, okay. Problem, but Justin wanna... on the last, last white claw podcast. Right here. <laughs> yeah. no, $27.99. I mean, I'm not, so I don't get drunk every night. You guys see, I like, yeah. I just have a couple claws. I don't know what it is. I love them, but I want to know because CJ used to drink a lot. He was drinking probably three, four times a week, but he hasn't drank what year now? 
Yeah, so yeah. tell us about tell us about how it's been not drinking, how that's changed the business aspect and the personal aspect of your life. Just not drinking whatsoever. You know, the, how much pros, is the that? pros and cons to this, and I hate to say this, but it goes back to networking. Yep, mm-hmm. you can network in a bar, especially especially construction. The yeah. best. It, it's it's awful. So I I do lose that retrospect as far as networking to people in a bar. Maybe even finding a worker. Or find another job. Terrible but place to find a worker. It is, but you're there doing the same thing, so you're having a damn good time. Woo! Uh, Start Monday. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, you, t- you told me 30 an hour. No, you're at 15, you know, but no. Hey, boss, can you grab this tab? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Can you grab this tab? Yeah, you Take know, it off my first check. There's pros and cons to both of it. You know, I do miss drinking, don't get me wrong. You know, there's times where it's like, you know, I want to grab an IPA or, you know, a clot. And not that I drink it much anyways, but just having the, a beer is nice at the end of the day. But it also keeps you focused. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, I was going to Hayfners yeah. like four times a night. And it's not... It, four times a night? I mean a week. Oh, four times a week. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's there probably twi- you know, Saturdays but, to go there in the daytime. Yeah. By yeah. how many days a week were you thinking about going to Hafner's during work? Seven. You know what I mean? Oh, like, I mean, and, and that's I, where I the problem starts week, coming. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? You're thinking about it. You, instead right. of being fucking focused on what you're doing right. and looking at what's right in front of you, you're starting to think about fucking Friday night, yeah. Saturday night. And then when those roll around, like we were just talking about, what did you do on your weekend if you hate your job? Yeah. What did you do if you're not happy with how your business is going? How is alcohol? There's no person that doesn't want to go enjoy themselves. Anyone right. that says that they don't want to go enjoy themselves is full of shit. Right. But you got to take, you got to take, you know, uh, what's the word? It, yeah. Well, there's the other thing input. is too is there's a lot of different there's a lot of different aspects of drinking. Like I I don't have a problem drinking. I I work seven days a yeah. week yeah. every yeah. week. Yeah. So there's no issue there. But at the same time, CJ knows like I went six months without drinking. Yeah. Best six months of my life. I was in the Working best shape. I was yeah. strong. Right now. I mean, we're and not it, drinking. It's, it's so. It's I wish I wasn't drinking anything right now, but there's also people that can't even do what I do right. and do anything functionally. You can stop anytime you well, we've, want. We've had this I debate mean, I with don't know. anything. I've been trying for about three weeks. Anyone that thinks <laughs> thinks any substance, like, don't get me wrong, you can be successful and smoke weed, do coke, drink alcohol, but if you don't think that you would be more successful if you weren't doing those things, you're just dead wrong. You oh, could 100%. be the, the fifth smartest person in the world and smoke weed. I guarantee you if you stop smoking weed, you would be smarter than the fifth smartest person. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'd be third, second, first, whatever it is. I guarantee you. And it doesn't mean that you can't be successful doing those things, but to think that those things aren't something that is holding you back from reaching your full potential, you're just not being honest with yourself. I, I don't. I don't judge anybody that smokes weed. Me either. Or, or drinks. Because look, wrong. Smoke bad weed. <laughs> you know, my thing. Is, my thing is, is, it comes back though. I don't want my co- my workers or myself to come to a job again because I cli- I try to get the better clientele, right? So if you show up smelling like weed, everybody knows weed, right? They know, they know the smell. You show up, you know, hungover, smelling like booze. They're not going to trust you. So it all comes back to being transparent, you know. So if someone hires me and they say, oh, I just seen you at the bar last night. Well, that's a, a, it's what you're associated with, man. You're seen at the bar right. every weekend. Right. Like that, it, you, it's okay, but you got to know what that right. what, what, what follows that, the association. Right. Everyone talks. Yep. Everyone's on social media. Everyone has something to say about everyone, especially Everybody's successful people. Everybody's got one people. of these pictures, yeah, camera, videos. Video, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, takes yep. two seconds for the anything to get out there people Super just don't want to be responsible for their actions and, and that's what it really comes back to you can do whatever you want but you better know that you're going to be held accountable and too many people get real real mad when they're held accountable for their actions nowadays i just think i just well holding yourself accountable that that's the biggest thing because that's the reason i did stop drinking was was justin tells me every time yo let's get an uber let's get an uber i thought i was 
God's creation. That, I said it that night. I said it that night. We were at a bar out in Central Square, Brewerton. And I'm like, I'm going to drive home. It's only like 12 o'clock. I said get over he 19 said, times. I said get over. I was like, ah, I'll take that chance. It's not, and I'm not bragging about this. So if you, if you right. can post this and people think I'm bragging, it's not to be cool. Um, not going to say, what you know, I, I was blessed to get away from my situation right, right. without getting a ticket. Right. You know, I'm not, not getting into it because I don't want to get in trouble. But yeah. that being said, that's the ultimate accountability. To know I don't have a drinking problem. I have a having fun problem. Yep. I can't drink for one or two times, you know, one or two beers or shots. I, the I, same way. You know, I'm like, Justin, Justin, like, oh, we're going to go do something. No, no, no. We'll stay for like two or three more. You know what I mean? But then it turns where the bar to yeah, close. Whole bottle. You know, we're, we're there at we're After watching college hour, football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and Party's just, just getting started yeah, at 2 a.m. Yeah. So that was the the ultimate accountability is to kind of see, you know, I could drink and then Uber and go home, right? But why not just put it all in, in in a full circle and just stop drinking all together right. to to see where you can actually go with with a clear mind and clear conscience as far as as a man and, and a business owner and the, the other that thing you're giving drinking. it your all though that that that's what you're really telling yourself there you're really betting completely on yourself yeah when you're able to in. take away all those in. things that you enjoy and yeah. you're all the other thing with drinking like me is having a couple of drinks here i don't go out no more like right. i go to clinton street right. that's my shit <laughs> shout out to clinton street the best food i chill there by best myself right. i don't go out because here's the other thing is if we're trying to excel as people and we're all trying right. to do this this thing where we're going to be better but then we go and hang out with people that are not trying to do right, that right. we're just bringing our Right. down so if you're having a couple of drinks by yourself all right cool go to the shitty bar next right. door hang out with the dude from high school that is bragging about making 18 dollars an hour and he still sells <laughs> weed cool i'll see you later bro yeah, I gotta go. yeah. it's just in a just in a place like this too like people are just so i don't know and they just think that like because we want to do better shit they're like oh they're they're better than us. Like they think they're yeah. yeah they think they're so much better than us. Like yeah. oh, they think they're so cool because they don't Made drink. Made a couple fucking dollars like, on Dogecoin. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> people like that are just so weak minded. It's the hometown and it's, and, mentality. Yeah, it's 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 an, and it's unfortunate because if they were to step out of their comfort zone and this whole past couple of years, what I've done, it's like I've helped so many people try to better themselves, and the people who took my advice are way ahead of the game, and that's what I loved about it. And then, but then I would come back, I would travel come back to Syracuse yeah. people are like oh what have you been up to I see you're doing this and that and it's like I share my experience with them and then they're like oh well you like oh you're crazy hot shot it's yeah. like the biggest strangers you always support you, you the asked, most you asked me I'm just telling you what I learned in my experience to maybe try to shine some light right. onto you like right. hey this could happen to you too like right. I'm from Syracuse just like you like yeah. I wasn't loaded I didn't have money yeah. my parents were rich like I just stepped out of my comfort zone surround myself with better people put myself on the internet and you you it's crazy That's the it, people man. you can meet again just like Marvin we did our podcast last week like we literally met through my friend here who does the same thing as him, sells vintage, said, hey, Adam on Instagram. We talked about stocks and shit. Literally, we just met him for the first time. We went from becoming strangers to becoming friends to literally doing a podcast with him. And it's like great, great source to know. Fuck with that dude for life. Too, yeah, like it's like, like we, we always have that bond. Dude. You know what I mean? Like we traveled down there. Like we took our time. We could have been anywhere in the yeah. world. And like we took our time to drive down there to do a podcast with him because I know he would it was just a but, great guest to literally shed some light on what it takes to really just push yourself to want to find your niche and to put yourself out there that you think something might be stupid something somebody else could be like no i want to hear about this you well know you, know, you know what's crazy is like you keep saying that's the hometown mentality yep think about it so big news for syracuse yeah they probably gave 30-year tax break for the chip plan that's come out to Cicero, yeah, New York. Yeah, just announced That's today. huge, right? So, so many people are on social media like, oh, this is so bad for traffic. This, I'm selling my house. Listen, 
you know what I saw? You know, immediately when I thought of that, when I heard that. I said, where's that land? I want to buy it. I'm going to make big money. So there's a 9,000 jobs over the next 20 years. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe I can even get painting inside that building. Right. right? So you got 9,000 people, right? So all these older homes that are going to need to be modernized, all these new homes that are going to need more painters, uh, people are so narrow-minded right. nowadays because they're so stuck in this, you know, I work Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. They're not thinking outside the box. Yeah, you know not what I mean? at all. Well, they, they got to post for Facebook, too. You know, they got to post everything yeah. on Facebook. So that that's how I just know, like, people are, are, are complaining about traffic and, you know, the infrastructure, I'm like, that's wrong. I'm you gotta make I'm the best of the money I can make man. off. Well, yeah, yeah, that's opportunity. People should look at that like, oh, that's opportunity. Yeah, not that's like, crazy. oh, they complain about but this and that and the third, and it's like, that's they're creating nine thousand jobs. Like, what? But that's, that's where that hometown mentality comes in, and what we really mean by that is whether you're someone that never got out of your hometown, or you're someone that right. just always seems to find their way back. You like that complacent feeling of being here because it's the same consistency you want that same feeling being around the same people and you're you're trying to relive something and and you're never going to find it you're going to have that same feeling for the rest of your life until you step out Mm -hmm. of your comfort zone yeah, I know. I'm, I'm getting the fuck out of here soon. So that's this, why uh, we're this working on. Yeah. 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 Well, we're getting out of here too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our plan is to get out of here. Well, you know, it's funny. Is is you brought up the hometown mentality? I actually went to Charlotte twice myself, uh, but again, not having a college background, it, it, it's different for everybody, right? Unfortunately, can't stay in New York myself, but make some money up here but mm-hmm. you're expanding you're you're there's no, a no, difference no, no. in the hometown mentality and yeah and, but and but i was still working change. for the man back then yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so so down there in the south as a as a laborer or any kind of construction worker, you're not making over 20 dollars an hour maybe now with inflation but back then you know this was five six years ago you're not making 20 dollars an hour so i'm like what the hell i I can't survive. You can't survive in a booming town or a city expecting to pay rent. That's eighteen hundred a month. This was six years ago. Now it's probably three grand, right? So it's just it's it's not a hometown mentality as far as people coming back. You're coming back because you know you can make money in the field that you are successful in. If you have a college education in banking or IT, you can survive down in Charlotte. Nursing, yeah, well, nursing. Yeah, it's always going to be easier for sure. I, and I'm not disagreeing with that. And it's not bad to come back. But you need to keep growing if that's the situation. You can't come back and go back to the same things, doing the same things with the same people yeah. and not growing as a person. That's where the hometown mentality comes back. You can't yeah. it's not that you can't move back to where you right. came from but like and up, succeed. Upgrade. But if you come yeah. back, make sure it's an upgrade. Like maybe you came back for a better job that might have been yeah. at the hospital yeah. or something. Like don't come back and downgrade. Just keep growing. Yeah. It's, it's don't well, go you know, backwards. You know, what like, I could have did was I could have got better as a person. Looking back on it six years now is instead of quitting on myself, you know, listen, I'm gonna go back to what I know. Maybe maybe I need to get in a field that I don't know, and I can use these abilities I have now right. in a different field. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, but you were consistent in those six years. And, I think and you should just stop paying and get into IT. You <laughs> <love computers>. <laughs> <laughs> I hate computers. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but you know you know what's cool is uh, a job I'm on right now. Her uh, her brother owns Roselli Trucking. Oh damn! He was, oh, like, yeah. he was like the the founder of it. So I'm paying her house, and it goes back to networking. So she, so I arrived network, today. She's like, uh, "Yeah, my brother he said I'll pay you X amount of dollars." I'm not gonna say it over here, but I'll pay X amount of dollars. Come down to Florida, and it's like a nine thousand square foot home. And I'm like, "When do you want me to leave?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I'll bring the clubs Ooh. in the truck right now. Yeah, <laughs> you, know right? I mean? you know, unfortunately, I got a lot of jobs to cover here, travel. Right, it's, it's it's networking, man. It's, yeah, it's and huge. No, and, it and is anywhere you can, you know, with you guys too. You know, as far as on social media, you, you know, Justin probably talks to people in Taiwan. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, or, I've or, had people I, reach out to me from like Portugal about right. like what we were doing and everything like that, and it just goes to show like, damn, like people are watching. People yeah. are I watching. Was a, I was on a Zoom watching. call with a guy from Morocco today. 
Morocco. I can not spell that. Morocco. Hey, Morocco. <laughs> Morocco. I don't even know where the fuck that is. I, I never went to social studies. I can't tell you. Is that a continent? I don't yeah. even know. That's, <laughs> it's a small little country. You don't even they got some crazy racing out there. Seven, I think. Excuse me? Nine? <laughs> <laughs> I know you're wrong, but I can't even tell you how many there is either. Dude, I have no fuck. I can't name 30 states. I think. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but we getting money, though. Uh, That's what matters. That's what matters. Um, I maybe have a good like. I guess CJ, what, what, what would what do you think was like a maybe a hard like what was the hardest part about starting? What did you think? What did you maybe struggle with like about starting your own business? Was it maybe like it's I, it's the growing pains, man? I you know I like I said you know I've had two bad customers, um, in three years. This is gonna be my third year now. This summer will be three years, but I've had two customers that really tried me. You know what I mean? As mm-hmm. far as and that and, and that being said is for anybody that ever listens to this that isn't outside of your aspect of internet or you know stocks, don't be afraid to fire the customer, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. My biggest thing that I've learned over the years is that yep. if when you go to do, do an estimate and this customer is like, you know, I want this, this, and this, and you're looking at sixteen different things, and you're like. You know what? Right off the rip, you got to read somebody. Yep. I got to charge for a headache, mm-hmm. right? I got to charge for coming back sixteen times. Mm-hmm. There may be nothing wrong, but to her, something's wrong. To him, something's wrong. I got I got to add that onto the bill. And you know it's like I mean? people. The biggest problem people don't understand with that is it's not that it's costing you money to send people out there. It's what those people could be doing that could be making the money, and that's where the factor comes in. Where it's so many people nowadays are so just stuck on themselves. Like Bro, I, I, the things that people call back and complain about yeah. sometimes for companies and shit. It's crazy, and then you have people that do the polar opposite. They refuse to call, and like it, it's something in the middle. Like you got to find that common ground where you're expressing yourself, but you're being respectful. Right. Like you, you can't just always try to be nice, and you can't always be that person trying to get 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 off on someone, trying to get by on someone, trying to be the one that wins the deal. It should always be. You should really be looking for the fairest well, deal ever. Yeah, you know, no, it's a for cool, both sides. That's a cool example, like you said, like how you were talking about CJ. My, I mean, my dad's a laborer. I mean, he's a yeah. master electrician. He has yeah. been his whole life. And I remember he showed up on a job with his crew that day, and he was like, "I mean, it was a big job." And he's like, "Yeah, this is pretty much how you have to do it. Like, yeah. this is this is what we have to do." Yeah. And the guy's like, "Well, I don't want it like that." And my dad was like, "No, but like, this is how you have to this do it." And he this was is like, how I'm doing it. I'm not like, doing yeah, it. Yeah, right. And he was like, "Well, we can't do it like that." Dude's like. Well, like that's how I want it. My dad's like, "Well, we're out of here then," because yeah, he's like, "Because like somebody's gonna come do it, try to do it, yeah. fuck it up, and then who you're gonna be calling? The guy who yeah. just told you how to do it the right way." Yeah. So it's like he he was never scared to walk off a job because you already know somebody else is gonna be calling to need you to do another job for them. So, yeah, like you said, you got You got to stand up for yourself because if you don't, people are gonna try to see what they can get away with you. And well, that like, that you know, and it's just the growing pains of anything, you know. You got to start contracts. You know, I've, I've learned how to protect myself with a contract, written contract between both parties. Um, and then just, you know, even when you're doing estimates, the learning curve for anybody that ever listens to this that is trying to step out of the realm of working for the man, you know, take notes of what each person wants. That way, you know, my customer today, she's like, CJ, you know, you're going to go do this, this, and this. I was like, no, we got to go back and look at the contract because you paid me already, but you want to look at, you want to add more work. Right. And that's a change order. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep, that's yep. the way we do things. But uh, it's just the growing pains, man. You know, you're going to run into people that are never happy. You can never make somebody always happy. I, you know? say, I say this all the time. Like, you could cure cancer and people still have something to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? People like, are still going to complain. People, yep. oh, you could do it 110%. People will probably still nitpick something, but that's the name it, of the it's game. It's just you can never make anybody yeah, happy. Yeah, yeah. That's the name of the happy, game. You know what I mean? Well, it's, so. it's making sure you're focusing on the people that are. And, and you got to take... 
account of that. Like you said, it's all about reading the people. And look, if it's someone that's giving you a hard time, that's fucking you knew was a piece of shit from day one versus someone that you know has a good heart and is a good person and you can put yourself in those shoes, yeah. that's where it's important to have those relationships. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's where it's important to know your clients. That's where it's important to know your staff so that you can rely on right. those people and you can know in those situations that you can trust them. Yeah, and like you know, the amount of people that I've refunded without them asking for a refund yep. is ridiculous. The minute somebody gets on my fucking nerves, Hey, excuse me, I just sent you your money back. Right. What do you mean? Uh, I don't think this. we're a good fit. Good luck. And I'll that, see you later. Don't fucking annoy me. P- especially people that, the biggest problem is people that expect things that were never, like, like that whatever. not even the contract. People that are expecting things that were never even talked about. Right. Like, when is this going to happen? When is that going to happen? That was never anything discussed. Right. I told you this, this, and this, and you want that? No, no, no. Here's your money back. Good luck. Yeah. I'll see you around. Mm-hmm. I remember last year I painted a house, three quarters of the finished exterior, right? And the woman, it went from a yellow to like a, like a sky blue. And the woman came out, and she just was not happy with it. She wasn't. She was happy with the job we did, but just not happy with the color. And I spent like five hours going back and forth to the store, pick on paint colors for this woman, and uh, love her to death. You know, great family. You know, we're friends on Facebook now, and they actually recommend me to a lot of people. Um, so that being said, she was just not happy, right? So she was like, you know, how much is it to be to redo this? And I'm like, well. So let's just say the job was ten grand. You know, I got three quarters of it done. It's gonna probably another four grand. And she was like, just broke down. You know what I mean? And I was like, you know what? Kind of like you were saying, you got to relate to that, right? I'm more about not growing so big to the point where I don't care what people think. I want to help this woman out. Sometimes you got to do the right. Sometimes you got to do the right thing in this situation. It's going to cost you money, but doing the right thing in this situation, the long term, big picture of it, man, it makes. We talk about that with a lot of our guests, and they say the same thing: just be authentic with your business, and just be real and straight up. But we're we're down in Marvin's store, and a kid mid pocket was a mid no, it wasn't mid pocket. It was right before, but he a kid a father and his son came in, first time ever trading cards. Like he had, it was his birthday. And it was a great, it was just, we're eavesdropping. It was great. But the, you know, the guy came in talking, oh, this is our first time, da, da, da. Like, how much is this card? And Marvin's like, way overpriced. You know what I mean? You should not do that. Like, don't yeah. go after this one. Go after these. If first starting out, this is what you want to do, yada, yada, yada. And, like, even Marvin talked to me, he's like, those are the experiences he loves the most because yeah. he's, he's giving them value. Yeah. He's being authentic with them. He's being real with them. And then those people are going to take that in, and then they're going to refer. Yeah whoever's getting in the cards yep go to this guy because he's going to be real with you oh, and the, the dad messaged him right after yeah. and it was like that was the greatest experience ever like yeah. thank you so you much just for made taking my son's the time like, you have no clue how much of an impact you just made and yeah. it's like and it, it, like you said like it's it's being real it's being authentic even though you know i mean you had to maybe do things you didn't want to do for that right. lady but you still did it out of you know i mean the, at least she was good too like it's not like she was like one of those a bitchy customer. Yeah, like, yeah. You understood where she's coming yeah. from, and that—that's like that's. They're always the cool not going to be grateful it. in the moment, but if you know you're doing the right thing, you know eventually, like and you'll feel that they vibe. will. It's, it's paid dividends in the yeah. long run. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Delayed gratification and from other customers. Right, and then, then the next, like referral. you said, you made it right, and she saw that you both worked something out, whatever. Yeah. And now look at you, like you said, you you guys are friends on Facebook. You're getting yep. mad clients, and th- yep. that's what it's about. You have to take some sacrifice again. Another another small sacrifice to. You know, long-term pleasure that that's gonna come through it. So it was worth it for sure. I think, uh, yeah, and I mean, I th- we've talked about a lot, guys. A lot of good stuff. Um, it's been good. Thank you for CJ for you know taking coming time, in yeah. and yeah. taking no, the time again. Sure. Another story, guys. To shed some light on people who want to start their business 
or whatever the case may be, just no matter what you're starting, just just start. You know what I mean? You have to just start. You you'll never not get anywhere if you don't start. And I think that's what this is really all about. I can't wait to have so many other stories come on here, guys. Again, all aspects of life. It doesn't matter what it is. People can be rich. People can be poor. We just like to have different views from every angle, wanting to provide value to all of you, all of you. And that's that's what we're trying to get across on our podcast and the episodes we bring to you guys. So um, I think that's it. Justin, you got anything to say? No, like you said, I think this was uh, great to kind of expand on the whole version of entrepreneurs. Right. Different I, I, branches of it. I just think people just don't really understand what that means these days. I think it just means <clears throat> that you have to do the same exact shit as everybody else. And to see somebody else that became an entrepreneur and is doing something that most people don't expect right. to be called an entrepreneur, that gives everyone an idea. Mm-hmm. Hey, just because this isn't what everyone else is doing, this can be done and I can be successful at it. So. It's a great aspect. Well, and you, and it goes back to what we were talking about. Like, you miss every shot you don't take, and you're not going to make every single shot. You are going to fail. You are going to fall flat on your face. It's about getting back up and learning from the mistake and not making the same mistake again. And that's where people, I think, really have the hardest time is no one wants to fail nowadays because they think it's going to be some huge impact on the public eye, and you got to get past that. It's got to be about you and how you feel about the situation you got to be willing to put yourself first. When you put yourself first is when you really start to have an impact on those around you. Right. Facts. And the biggest thing, bro, honestly, failing is my favorite fucking thing. Yep. I failed three times time. today. Like I told him, I failed three funded fucking accounts today, bro. I lost three grand on three different accounts today. But guess what? I did it because I was doing something that I was trying to learn. And instead of doing it on a paper account, fucking around in a bullshit account, I did it on real ones. Failed. And now guess what? I lost so much how money about How much more did you learn than you would have done on paper? More. It's not, you know what I, mean? I bought another one right after because yeah. I'm like, you know what? I would have never learned that. If I, if I did it on a fake account, I'd been like, whatever. Yeah, you like, lose three grand, you're like, all right, fuck. Uh, yeah, I got yeah, yeah, yeah. to figure this shit out right, now. Right, yeah. yep. Invest some money on yourself, man. Yep. But yeah, guys, again, thank you for CJ for coming on. Guys, good pod. And uh, like we always say, guys, if you found value in this, just like, comment, share it, because we're here for you guys. We're here to give off all the value we can. So, you know, we'll see you guys next time. Love you guys.